Well, praise the Lord. This is Apostle, and we're welcoming you to another Man Talk for Men. And we're looking forward to getting back into the Word of God again today. God has so much to share with us today, brothers. And I want you to understand that there is a revelation of power and strength and might that's going to come forth to you today from the Word of God. I'm going to take a particular scripture we're going to go through this scripture and we're going to see how God warns us concerning the strange woman. And I want you to take heed to what is being said, because there are dangers of falling into the hands of a woman who has given herself over either voluntarily or involuntarily to the devil for him to use her against the man. And so we're going to see today. And I tell you, brothers, I want you to listen, hear and understand because many brothers have fallen because of the strange woman. So we're going to get into the word again. We're talking about the warning that God gives us concerning the strange woman. There is a tremendous warning that God gives us. And today we're going to see exactly what he's talking about. Now, brothers, I want you to understand something as we get into this. Remember this one thing. You cannot use your willpower. You cannot use your physical strength and you cannot use your mental ability to win against a strange woman. And the reason why is because the strange woman is being used by Satan, who is stronger than you, wiser than you, and has more spiritual evil in him than you do uh, or are able to comprehend. And so you need to understand that the only way to be free from the attack of the strange woman is you have to depend on the Holy Spirit who is stronger than everybody and everything. So I want you to understand that as we get into the word. So let's go to the book of Proverbs chapter five. We're going to begin in verse one. And here we're going to see what the Lord says to us. Now he says, my son attend unto my wisdom and bow thine ear to my understanding that thou mayest regard discretion and that thy lips may keep knowledge. Listen to what he's saying. Now, this is powerful stuff for the lips of a strange woman drop as a honeycomb and her mouth is smoother than oil, but her end is bitter as wormwood sharp as a two edged sword. Oh my goodness. Her feet go down to death. Her steps take Hold on hell, lest thou shouldest ponder the path of life. Her ways are movable that thou canst not know them. Hear me now, therefore, O ye children, and depart not from the words of my mouth. Remove thy way far from her and come not nigh the door of her house. Lest thou give thine honor unto others and thy years unto the cruel. Lest strangers be filled with thy wealth and thy labors be in the house of a stranger and thou mourn at the last when thy flesh and thy body are consumed and say, how have I hated instruction and my heart despised reproof and have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined mine ear unto them that instructed me. Now that is powerful from just reading that 
can you see just how dangerous it is for you as a man to fall into the clutches of a woman under the power of Satan? God calls her the strange woman. And so we're going to break this down. We're going to get into this and I'm going to share with you what happens to a man who refuses God's instruction and falls into the hand of a strange woman. Let's go back. My son, attend to my wisdom. And he really means to listen carefully to my wisdom and give heed and obey it. See, this word attend means to listen carefully and to attend or to obey the teaching. And, and what is happening is this. You need to understand as a man that God has given us teaching. His word is our instruction manual. He created us. And therefore, he knows what makes us tick and he knows how we work. He knows our weaknesses and he knows our strengths. And he also knows the enemy and the enemy's weaknesses and the enemy's strength. And so he tells you, you know, you've got to attend unto my words, my instruction, because these words that God is giving us will be the key to get you free from the attack of the strange woman and out from under her control and her manipulation. So he starts off by telling you, pay attention. Let me tell you something. You have got to listen to and pay attention to and understand the word of God. The word of God is our only source of instruction that's going to keep us free from Satan and his clutches. I'm telling you, I don't care how many books on philosophy. I don't care how many books on counseling. I don't care how many books on anything that you read in the earth unless your foundation is God's word. You have no power and authority over Satan or over Satan using a person to come against you. You must have the word of God. So God says then attend or bow down, take heed, listen to, understand my instruction. I want you to get that now. This is powerful. Attend unto my wisdom. Pay close attention to it, because if you pay close attention to it, something is going to happen. Now, he goes on to say, bow thine ear to my understanding. And, and so he means when he's talking about bowing his, your ear, he's talking about stretch out your ear, pay attention or extend now, now, what he's actually saying is he's telling you, you know how when somebody says something and uh, you know how when it's something that you really want to hear and you want to listen to it and how you'll stretch out or you'll do one of these numbers. What, what'd you say? What'd you say? Well, this is what God is telling you to do. He's telling you to stretch out your ear, pay attention to bow down, stretch out your ear to hear what God is saying. Because God is about to share some things that you've got to play, pay close attention to. If you miss this, let, let, let me give you the, uh, the, the end result of this. If you miss these instructions, your end is death. And so it requires our 
undivided attention. All right. You understand that this is it's, it's so important. Goes on to say that thou mayest regard discretion. And that word discretion, it means a plan or a thought. And it means the ability to decide what should be done in a certain situation. So he says that thou mayest regard discretion, discretion, the ability. Listen to what this is saying now to decide what should be done in a certain situation. See, discretion is your ability that when you come in contact with a situation to decide and to determine what is the right course of action in order to deal with that situation. Now you have to understand that this discretion is coming from the understanding of God's word and the teaching of God's word. That's what gives you uh, discretion because what happens is when you're coming under the attack of Satan, the first thing he is going to try to do is to control and manipulate your mind and your thoughts. And therefore, when he can control and manipulate your thoughts, then it is very difficult for you to make correct decisions because you're inundated with all of these thoughts. And so the Bible says that if you incline your ear to his sayings and his teachings, and if you give here, you give heed to his instruction, then when the pressure comes, the word is already in you and it will rise up and give you strength and understanding so that you can make the proper decision when you're faced or even when you get thrown into a circumstance or a situation. So it is so important that you remember that. All right, now let's keep on going. He said, regard discretion that thy lips may keep knowledge. The Bible says in Proverbs 23 and seven, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. See, this is why Satan comes against you and I against us. And he comes against us in our minds and he gives us thoughts. And we're going to see in a little bit as we go to the next verses of scripture, how the strange woman works on the mind of a man by her words. And so we need to understand faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word, the word of God. Now that's faith in the word of God, but faith in Satan's word comes by hearing and hearing the words of the devil. And so we need to understand that God says that you must uh, have keep discretion so that your lips can speak knowledge. Your lips can speak correctly. You need to understand that based off of your discretion, your discretion or your ability to do the right thing under a circumstance or situation is going to determine how you speak and how you speak is going to determine what you believe and what you believe is going to determine who you are. So you need to understand my brothers and you need to understand this correctly, that the devil is coming after your mind so he can control your mouth so that he can get you to say the wrong thing. And then when you say the wrong thing, you invoke his spirits and he invoke his power into your life. And you can cause your own self to be destroyed. The Bible says by thy words, thou shalt be justified and by thy words, thou shalt be condemned. So you need to understand that the word of God is spoken to you and given to you so that your lips can keep knowledge. And if your lips do that, then you're going to have a blessing and a better way of dealing with the devil. All right, let's get back into this. So now notice what it says. Now, this is interesting. It says for the lips 
<laughs> of a strange woman drop as a honeycomb. Oh, my goodness. And her mouth is smoother than oil. Oh, 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 this verse right here. For the lips of a strange woman drop, drop as a honeycomb. That word drop means to drip or to drop or to flow, but it also means to prophesy or to speak with sweet words. And they, these words are to prophesy or to try to speak your future. So now notice it says that the lips of a strange woman drop as a honeycomb and a honeycomb is used uh, as a honeycomb is used where the sweet part of the honey drips into and it becomes very sticky. And because it becomes very sticky, it's very hard to get off. And if it solidifies and dries, it has to be, you know, it has to be scraped off. And then also it can leave a stain on your clothes. So now notice what the Bible is saying here. Her lips drop as a honeycomb. And so there's a, a continual dropping or dripping like rain. She speaks to you. She speaks and she says things to you and they're dropping like sweet, sweet honey. And, and, and what they are doing is they're actually used to control your thoughts, sweet words, sweet sayings. Words that would build you up and say what you want to hear to cause you to lose your thoughts and to lose your mind. But as it says, it drips as a honeycomb and a honeycomb is what receives those those drops of honey. And then the honeycomb, it becomes very sticky. And when it becomes very sticky, it's it, it's hard to get off. It can leave a stain on your clothes. Now, he, he's making that comparison between honey and a honeycomb. But now notice this. Her words drip and they continually drip. So that means she's going to continue. The strange woman is going to continually keep talking to you. She's going to continue. Oh, you just you just a good looking man. Oh, you just a smart man. You oh, you do you 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 something else. And she's going to flatter you and she's going to build you up. And she's all she's doing is saying that is to get you to lose your ability to discern what she's actually going to do with you. She doesn't mind using soft words. She doesn't mind using flattery to try to build you up, especially if you show weakness to her. And the area that you show weakness to her is going to be the area that she zeroes in and is going to drip that sweet honey into that area in your life where you're weak. And because you're weak, you're going to be like a honeycomb that's going to just suck all of that honey up and you're going to become very sticky and stuck to what she's saying. And so you need to understand you have got to build yourself up up with God's word because her lips are dripping like rain drip and drip and she's saying things over and over and you get caught up with her words until finally you become that honeycomb filled to overflowing with the stickiness of her lies. And it causes you to begin to think differently about yourself. It causes you to think differently and to lose discretion. So you don't know how to handle the situation that she's putting you in. And so this is what's going on when her lips begin to speak to you and begin to deal with you and begin to speak those areas. And she will deal 
deal with those areas where you are weak. I'm telling you. And if you have allowed her to let you know where you're weak, that's where she's going to deal. That's what happened with Samson. You remember when Samson and he was laying his head on Delilah's lap and she was asking him, oh, Samson, tell me about your strength. Where do you get your strength from? And he told her one thing, which wasn't true. And then when she tried to do something uh, and it didn't happen, then she went back to him. He said, oh, why did you lie to me? You, you, I thought you loved me and all of that kind of stuff. See, those are words that drip like honey. But her purpose was to find out the source of his strength so she could take his strength and turn him over to the Philistines so he could be killed. And this is what the strange woman does. She will work on you and work on you and flatter you and work on you and caress you and talk to you and have sex with you and, and go out with you and dine with you. But the purpose is to gain the knowledge of your weakness or the knowledge of your strength so that she can take your strength from you and then you can be served up to the devil. This is the purpose. She is the strange woman and her lips drip like honey. I'm telling you, brothers, she will mesmerize you with her talk. She knows how to use voice inflections. She knows how to speak softly. She knows how to speak sternly too. She knows how to correct you and put you back in your place after she figures she's got you under control. She knows how to get hard with you as well and speak to you and control and manipulate you brothers you need to understand this woman is dangerous because she is not just a woman that's operating as a woman she is a woman who has been infiltrated by satan and he is using his power through her to manipulate you and that's why it seems like you can't get away from her you need to see that and understand that look at this what it goes on to say oh i'm telling you this is something else it says the lips of a strange woman drop as honeycomb and her mouth is smoother than oil. Oh, I'm telling you, it's smooth. She gives you that slippery, uh, those slippery, dangerous words, and they spin things deceitfully. It's, it's a smooth talking. It's a mouth that is dangerous, and it it slips through you, and it and, and it's smoother than oil. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, she gives you sweet-tasting speech, and that sweet-tasting speech is all meant to catch you up. It's all meant to make sure that you... You get so mesmerized by what she is saying, you lose and drop your defenses. And when you drop your defenses, you become an open city, ready to be attacked, ready to be taken care of, uh, taken captive. And this is what God is. You can't afford to give your strength to an evil woman because she will take you and she will kill you. Let me tell you that again. She will kill you. And I'm not just talking about kill your influence, kill your finances, kill your reputation. She will kill you physically until you leave this earth. And you need to understand that the devil, the Bible says, according to what Jesus said, the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, but I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. But you need to understand Jesus comes for you to have life, but the devil comes to steal, kill and to destroy. And when he is operating through the strange woman, she's going to kill, steal and destroy everything that's in your life that's what and so she comes with her words that are smoother than oil they're slick 
They're deceitful. They're, they're nice. They're not controversial. They're smooth words. She knows how to speak smoothly and flowingly to mesmerize you. It's like when, when a snake begins to move a certain way and it mesmerizes and it hypnotizes its prey just before it pounces on it. That's what the smooth, the strange woman does with her lips and what her, her words that are smoother than oil, they begin to hypnotize you and they begin to cause you to, to relax and to lose and let down your guard. Oh, this is some terrible stuff that the devil is using. Her lips are smoother than oil. But notice what it says in verse four. Brothers, are you hearing the word of the Lord today? Are you hearing what God is saying? It says, but her end. Mm, mm, mm. And I want you to understand this, 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 this verse here. Her end is bitter as wormwood. And sharp as a two-edged sword. Her end, now her end is bitter. And that bitter is, it, it's, 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 it, you, you would, you would, you would think that this means that it's untasteful. It doesn't taste good. But what it actually is, is the word, first of all, the word end is the last time or the latter time. And, and so we need to understand that her end, the, the end result of her working you will, will bring you to your last time, your, your, your end time. And so her end time with you, once she has fixed you up, uh, her end with you, it, remember it started out as sweet as honey. Honey dripping like, like as a honeycomb, smoother than oil. But the end of her working on you becomes bitter. Your last time, your end time becomes bitter. And that bitter is very interesting because look at what it talks about. It says her end is bitter as wormwood. Now that word bitter there is very interesting because this word bitter doesn't mean, it means bitter, but it also means uh, something else. It means to continue to fight. It means a cry or mourning. And it also means a characteristic of death. It describes a person as being hot-tempered or discontent, provoked, anguished, and ruthless. And so this is what's going on uh, with this word here uh, where it talks about it's bitter. And so she calls continuous fighting. You need to understand after she has worked you over and after she has broken you down, then there becomes continuous fighting and anguish and, and sadness and sorrow and a cry and mourning. That's what happens to you. This is what that strange woman does. She begins to manipulate you and control you and dominate you until finally it's so bitter and your life is just turned over to be so distasteful and it you, you lose what you thought you had. What was once sweet is now sour. What was once sugar is now salt. What was once good is now bad. What was some, once light is now dark. What was sounding good now sounds horrible. What was once peace is now confusion. This is what the end of her. This is your end time. This is the end of her working you. She's going to bring you down to this 
anguish. She's going to bring you down to this continual fighting. She's going to bring you down to this, this, this tastefulness because that's the end of her game. The end of her game is to bring you down. Now we're going to show you in bringing you down how she's going to take everything from you so that you will have nothing, absolutely nothing when she gets finished with you. Oh my goodness. Listen to this brothers. I hope you're hearing this teaching because this is so important. It says now it says here that her end is bitter as warm wood and sharp as a two edged sword. And that means that this word, her words that come out of her mouth are like a sword. And, and also it's a sword that is sharp on both edges. So that means it's cutting you and it's going through and it's making sure that it slices you into the places where you just don't have a chance. It is, it is as sharp as a two-edged sword. So her, her words, see what her words are going to do. They're going to cut you after she's built you up and you're running around and you're hanging on every word of her. Then at the end, she changes and she begins to speak death to you and negative things. And then she tells you where once she was handsome and smart. Now that she's used you up and finished you, then she tells you, you're a chump. You're no good. You just, uh, you, you're not even a man. And she jams you up. And those words are like a sword and it cuts you on both ends when it goes in and you become damaged and you become uh, de uh, decapitated your head. You, she cuts off your head and you're, head uh, cuts off your ability to think. Now she cuts off your ability to feel positive about yourself because that sword goes deep into your heart. It goes deep into your soul and it cuts you up on the inside until you don't even know how to digest anything anymore. All of your insides are cut up because she's using her mouth and her words are sharper than any two edged sword. And even after she's finished speaking it, that sword is still sitting in your soul and it's cutting you up. Up. And every time you think about it, it cuts deeper and deeper and deeper. And the longer you meditate on it and the longer you hear it, the deeper it cuts. She's trying to cut your soul out of your body. Hear what I'm saying. This is what the devil is trying to use the strange woman to do to you as a man. But you have got to understand. God said, listen to me attend by your ear. You need to hear the, my instruction because I can protect you from all this. But if you think you're too smart and that you don't need the word, then go ahead, go right ahead and let that woman get a hold of you. And I guarantee you, she can be four foot two and you can be six foot nine, 370 pounds, all muscle, and she will run you like a vacuum cleaner on a Saturday afternoon. I'm trying to hear, I'm trying to help you today. Listen to what the word is saying. So now look at, look at the, look, look, look at where she's trying to lead you. Her feet, whew, my goodness, listen to this. Her feet go down to death, death, death natural death, violent death. The word, it, it means a deadly disease or an epidemic or a plague. This is what this word death means. It means a deadly disease, an epidemic or a plague. Her, her feet go down to death. Are you hearing that? Are you seeing that? See, what happens is, She's walking you to death. 
her feet. You're following her and she's leading you and her pathway is to death to make sure that you are destroyed. But this word also talks about disease and it talks about destruction because when she begins to work on you, remember the fighting and the, and, 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 and the bitterness, what happens is as the words that she has spoken to you as those two edged swords go into you, it begins to cut you up on the inside and you become full of anxiety and stress. And then your body can begin to produce more adrenaline in it. And you can begin to worry and stress and there comes disease and pestilence, ulcers and high blood pressure and, and, and stressful thinking until finally you can lose your mind or your body can begin to get so ulcerated and you can, your body can begin to turn on itself because of the words that she has spoken to you. Her feet have one purpose, to walk you into death because the sickness and the, the things that you can take on because of the stress, you know, you can allow sickness and disease to come into your body because of stress and because of, of anguish and, and anxiety and worry and, and all low self-esteem and rejection. All of these things come into you when that two-edged sword begins to cut you up on the inside, cutting up your soul. And because you refused to listen to God's word to protect you from that, now you have found yourself in a position where you don't know how to get out of this and you're feeling horrible about yourself and it can cause you to lead. It can cause you to death. Some men, because they have gotten so frustrated, they actually kill themselves and commit suicide. This is what that strange woman can do to you. Once she has drained you and we're going to find out what she drained you of. But once she has drained you of everything that she can get out of you, she casts you aside with a two edged sword words out of her mouth and her feet lead you into death. Now watch this. This is, Oh, look at what happened. Look at what happens. My brothers. See her mouth is something else. And it says here, her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold on hell. Her, her steps grab where she walks, how she walks. It grabs a hold of, and it supports Hell or the dead, the place of the dead, Gr the grave. It means the depths of death. It means translated most of the word hell means the grave. Her steps grasp a hold of the grave of hell. She wants you buried. I want you to understand that she wants you buried. She wants you dead. She wants you buried and dead. She does not want you to live. If you're not dead physically, she wants you dead emotionally. She wants your reputation dead. She wants your bank account dead. She wants your life dead. She wants you to be completely told uh, just just torn up on the inside because the strange woman never loved you. She always hated you, but she used honeycomb and honey to suck you in. And because of our rebellion to the word of God and the teaching of God, we swallowed her line, which was smoother than oil. 
and then she continually kept dripping it on us like rain. See, this is what happened when you as a man get caught up into that and she drips it on us. As a man, you get dripped on over and over and over until you just sucked up into the vortex of her lies. And then when she drops you, the purpose of it is to take you to hell and to take you into the grave and to take everything from you. This is what the purpose is of that strange woman. Oh my goodness. No, my mind. Watch this now. It says, lest thou shouldest ponder the path of life. Her ways are movable that thou canst not know them. Her pathway, her course, the way she walks, the way she moves, they're movable. They stagger, they wander, they go from place to place. See, see what happens is you're trying to follow her and figure her out. But see, you can't figure her out because her ways are movable and they will cause you to wander and be vagrant. She will cause you to be dizzy trying to figure her out because she's coming from all different kinds of angles. And the reason why she's able to do that is because she's being manipulated by the devil. So you need to understand you trying to follow her and figure her out and you think you've got her figured out and she's all happy. Yeah. Okay. Come on. We're going to go out on a date. And so then you get all dressed up and go get ready for the date. And then you go to pick her up and she's not home. And you want, what happened? where did she go? And then you call and text and she ain't there and she don't answer. And you don't hear from her from a week and you run around. What did I do? What did I do? See, this is how the devil works and operates in you. And he moves upon you. This is how he moves. And so her ways are movable that you cannot know her. And so this is what God is trying to get you to understand. You can try to figure it out all you want, but you won't be able to because of the movableness and the shiftiness of her words. It causes you to wander. It causes you to be a vagrant. It causes you to move around and not know. See, it causes you to lose your source. It causes you to lose your base. It causes you to lose your stability. She's she's movable around. She's she's going here, there and everywhere. But the purpose is to lead you around until finally you don't have any stability left in your heart. In your house, in your heart, in your life, in your mind. And she's got you walking around trying to figure out something that it is not possible for you to figure out. And you, 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 you sit there and then you begin to introvert and you begin to take those things and, and turn against yourself and then blame yourself for why she's not happy. And you shouldn't have did, you should have done this and you should have done more and all of that. And what did I do to make her upset? And what did I make her do to make her mad? Or are you, and you sitting there, you're talking to her, you know, she's angry. Are you mad? No, I'm not mad. No. Mm -mm. And then she begins to become dismissive toward you. And you're feeling like you're out there on a ship all by yourself. This is how the devil operates in your life. And this is how the strange woman uses and manipulates your feelings and manipulates your soul because she wants to cause you destruction and death. That's what's going on. Watch this now. Watch this. Hear me now, therefore, O ye children, and depart not from the words of my mouth. Did you hear what God said? He said, hear me. And depart not from the words of my mouth. He's telling you how to deal with the strange woman. And he said, don't depart from the words of my mouth, because if you do, if you pull away from what I'm telling you, 
If you walk away from it, if you refuse to hear what I'm telling you, I guarantee you, you are going to pay the ultimate price of your life and you are not going to be happy. You're going to walk around full of rejection and self-rejection and low self-esteem and no self-esteem at all. And you're going to walk around feeling empty on the inside. This is the purpose. See, you can be alive, but dead on the inside. Your feelings are gone. Your, your emotions are gone. Your manhood is gone. Your, your creativity is gone. Your, your drive is gone. You're just moving around. You're just going through the motions. You have no more emotions. Brothers, let me tell you something. The strange woman can dominate you and manipulate you and you have got to understand now this is not every woman we're just talking about the strange woman the one that the devil uses the one that is given over to satan to be a a weapon against you as a man and you need to understand there are women out there that are like that because they will drain you dry of everything you've got and they will suck up your life and not be at the least bit sad after they see you destroyed you you're looking for her to have mercy, but she has no mercy. You're looking for her to have grace, but she has no grace. You're looking for her to, 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 to give you a break, but she's not giving you a break. You need to understand. God says, leave that woman alone. This is what he says. Look at what the word says. In verse eight, the word says, remove thy way far from her. And don't come near the door of her heart, her house. Remove your way far from her and come not nigh the door of her house. Why does he want you to go so far away from her? Lest you give your honor unto others and your years to the cruel. Now, that word honor there means your vigor, your authority, and your majesty. So, in other words, what he is saying is, remove thyself far from her. Don't go near her house and remove yourself far from her. Because if you don't, you're going to give your vigor, your honor and your majesty. What makes you a man? What makes you feel good about yourself? Your ability to excel and to exceed your, your, your successfulness and, 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 and your, your ability to have confidence, all of that you're going to lose. You're going to lose it all. So he said, stay away from her, far away from her, and don't let your feet go near her house. Because if you do, you're going to lose your honor. Oh, my goodness. You'll give your honor unto others, your, 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 vi your vitality, your authority, your majesty, your creativity. You'll give it to someone else because and your years will be given to cruel people. The years that you have left on earth will be given to cruel people, people who are mean and evil and wicked because you have given your authority over to them. You used to have authority in your life, but because you have fooled around with this strange woman, you have given your authority away. You've given your honor away. You've given your majesty away. You've given your creativity away. You've given your ability to succeed. You used to be sharp in your mind. You've given all that away to others. And now they that's what's going to happen. You are now going, they're going to be filled with all that you've given away. You have given away all of your 
what made you who you were because of your honor has been taken from you because you gave it to that strange woman. Listen to what the, the Lord is saying. He said, less strangers in verse 10 be filled. Uh Oh, that's less strangers be filled with thy wealth. Let strangers be filled with your wealth. And that word wealth means power and it means your might. And it also means the benefits and the gains that you have accumulated in life. Are y'all hearing this? See, see your wealth, your, 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 your power, your might, and all of the benefits that you have gained through your life. Others will be filled with it. Did you hear what I said? Others will be filled, satisfied, full, overflowing. They've had enough and too much. Oh my goodness. Are y'all hearing this? Others will have enough and too much and be filled with your wealth. See, they will be overflowing with your wealth. She's going to make sure to drain you dry of your power and of your might. And then of everything that you have gained and accumulated in your life. I mean, she's going to get your 401k. She's going to get your savings account. She's going to get your checking account. She's going after your car. She'll even take your clothes and throw them outside and burn them up. I'm telling you, listen to what I'm trying to tell you. She'll turn your friends against you. She'll make people look down on you because your reputation has been destroyed. When she gets finished with you, all of your wealth and everything that you have gained will be worth nothing because others will be filled with it, satisfied with it. They'll have too much. They'll have to give some of the wealth that they've gotten from you. They'll have so much they don't can't even handle it all. They'll have to give some of it away to somebody else. She'll take your business. She'll take your, your income. She'll, she'll get your life insurance. Come on, somebody. She'll get all your paychecks. She'll get your, your pension. Listen, I'm trying to get you to understand. This is what God wants you to understand about the strange woman. She is coming after your life and everything that you accumulate in your life. Oh, my goodness. Listen to what he goes on to say. Whew, my goodness. He says, let strangers be filled with your wealth and your labors be in the house of a stranger. Now that word labor, it means pain and hurt and toil. It means emotional pain and it means hard work and toil. So, so it says here that your labors will be in the house of a stranger in other words, your toil and labor, now you'll have to work for folks that you don't even know because you've lost everything. You will work and toil now in pain and in agony and, and in distress because of what you have given up. You've given up your wealth. You've given up your honor. And she's brought you down like the scripture said earlier in, in, uh, in I think it was in Proverbs six, where it talks about a man is bought to, to a piece of bread. You become you lose everything. And now you working for somebody else. You're working in all that you're doing and all of your labor and toil, which is causing you pain. But it is benefiting others. It's not benefiting you anymore. This is what happens to you as a man. 
who is walking around listening to the strange woman. She comes after your life. And brothers, I'm telling you, when she does it, if you have rejected God's authority and his word, you're going to walk in the fullness of your demise. Watch this now. Your wealth and your labors are going to be in the house of a stranger. And then the Bible says, and thou mourn at the last. And that means you're going to groan and you're going to you're going to have despair and you're going to you're going to be crying out in tears. Because you will mourn at the last. You will mourn at the last when your flesh and your body is completely consumed, exhausted, failed. When she has completely fixed you to the point where you are done. You mourn, you're agonizing. This is what happens. She's worked you. She's used you. She's manipulated you. Sometimes you could marry a strange woman or you'll be dating a strange woman. But however your relationship you have with her, she has gotten inside of your soul. She's gotten inside of your emotions. She's gotten inside of your intellect and she's gotten inside of your will. Your, your, your will, your soul, your mind, your emotions. This is what the strange woman is after. Because if she can control your soul, she controls you. Your soul is comprised of three parts, your intellect, your will, and your emotions. Your intellect is when you get information coming to you, and it is how you look at that information and process it to determine whether or not to receive it and how to receive it. That's your intellect, where you make the decision on whether or not to receive this, and you judge it whether it's being right or wrong, truth or a lie. That's your intellect. Your will is after you receive that information as either a truth or a lie, then your will uh, makes a decision on it based off of what your intellect is telling you. And then your emotions is how you feel about yourself after you've made a decision through your will. Now, when your intellect and your mind and your soul is working completely and it is working the way God wants it, then when evil influence comes to you, you will receive it as evil influence. You will you will understand it as evil influence in your intellect. And then your intellect will tell your will and your will 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 make a decision. I'm not receiving that because it's not right. And then after you make that decision, then your emotions will feel good about yourself because you've rejected something that came to destroy you. But the strange woman comes with her sweet dripping words to make your intellect become sticky. Come on now with the honey and with the smooth words that are smoother than oil so that she makes a lie seem like truth. She makes bitter seem like sweet. She makes dark seem like light. And so then as you allow her to continue to drip that on you, your intellect becomes clouded with her honey. And now you begin to see truth as a lie and a lie as truth. And so then you make a decision to receive that which is wicked, but you're receiving it as good. And then your will, which has been covered with that honey and stick, stuck with that honey, then you, you make a decision to accept that evil and you're thinking it's good. 
And then your emotions being stuck with that, honey. Once you make that decision, then the decision begins to not work out for you. Then you feel bad about yourself because you were stupid. You were dumb. You made a bad mistake. And now you don't you don't know how to get out of it because you're stuck. Because remember, the honey is sticky. And so now, even if you do get off, you got to, if it hardens, you got to scrape it off and it leaves a stain on your soul. And so now you're in a position where you've given over to your, given your soul over and now you're feeling bad about yourself. She's rejected you. So you reject yourself. She's put you down. So you put yourself down. She's called you stupid and crazy. And now you think you're stupid and crazy and you have fallen into that trap. And now you find out you've lost everything that you've gained. You gave away your authority. You gave away your wealth. Others are, are filled up with your wealth and filled up with your goods. And now you're walking around broke and working and laboring and toiling for somebody else that you don't even know. Come on and listen to what I'm saying. And then you begin to mourn and feel horrible about yourself. You're in pain because you have been destroyed. This is what the scripture is saying. And then look at what he goes on to say, what you're going to say then. And then you'll say, how have I hated instruction and my heart despised reproof and have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined mine ear to them that instructed me. But it's too late. This is what happens when you fall unto the hands of a strange woman. Brothers, I'm trying to get you to understand God is giving you a word of power and a word of revelation and truth. Now, you know, you need to understand the weapon of the strange woman is her mouth and it is her words. Now, I want to take you over to Proverbs, I mean, James chapter three, because I want you to show you what her words are and because they're being manipulated by the devil. Now, notice what the word says here. In James chapter three. And we're going to look at verse one. It says, my brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we will receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouths that they may obey us and we turn about their whole body. Behold, also the ships, which though they be so great, are driven of fierce winds, yet they are turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeneth. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea is tamed, and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therefore, bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceeding blessings and cursing. Remember sweet, honey, and then the cursings. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Does the fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Well, that's what's coming from the, the smooth woman. 
the strange woman, can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine of figs? So can no fountain yield both salt, water and fresh. That's the power of the tongue. That's what's going on. This is why God tells you the lips, the mouth, the tongue of the strange woman. It will destroy you. The Bible said the tongue is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. It sets on fire the course of nature and it itself is set on fire of hell. In other words, the tongue's ability to be wicked and evil is empowered by Satan and his kingdom. The strange woman's mouth is empowered by Satan and his kingdom. And that's why the Bible said the, the tongue can no man tame. See, you can't contain and control the way she talks because you can't tame her tongue and you can't really tame your tongue. The only way that the tongue can be tamed is when the tongue is submitted to the Holy Ghost. That's why we find in Acts chapter two, verse four, when the disciples got filled with the Holy Ghost, the first thing that happened to them was that cloven tongues as a fire came down from heaven and sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. God, the first thing he did when he empowered the church was to change the tongue and to change the authority of the tongue so that they could now control their mouths because the Holy Spirit. Spirit was now in them to give them power over their tongues. You need to understand that a person whose tongue is being controlled by the devil is full of evil and full of deadly poison. And this is what the strange woman is using to destroy you, to manipulate you. And she knows how to make her words that are poisonous, sweeter than honey. And she knows how to keep dripping them and dropping them and raining those words on you until you are finally brought down to a piece of bread. I'm telling you, listen to the promise of God. Listen to what the word of God has said, because the strange woman is the one that the devil will use to break you down. But I want you to understand these words. Jesus said the thief Cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Brothers, I pray that these, this series of messages on the strange woman has been a blessing to you. It is a warning from God for you and I to understand that the devil will use women Certain women, not all women, but there are some women that give in to him and she will become the strange woman and the death of your life when you receive her into your life. But listen to the warnings that you have received throughout these, this series of messages and understand that God has a better life for you. And if you have fallen unto the trap, into the trap of the strange woman, then it is time to repent and to ask God to forgive you and to ask him through the Holy Spirit to break the power and the spell of manipulation and control and to heal you and to deliver you from all of the wicked and the spirits that have entered into your life because you have submitted yourself to the tongue of a strange woman. 
and God will deliver you. God will set you free and give you back your authority, give you back your manhood, give you back your honor, give you back your grace and your wealth. And you can then become the man that God has called you to be. Father, I pray right now for every man that's listening to this word, whether on the podcast or in the video. And I ask you right now, Father, by the power of the Holy Ghost, that every man that wants to be free, that has been caught up in the power of the strange woman, I speak now into your bodies. I speak now into your soul and I commend you to be loosed from that spirit of infirmity. I, I command you to be loosed from that spirit of manipulation and deception and control and, and, and domination and, and abuse. In the name of Jesus, I command you men of God right now, come forth out of that life of bondage. Come forth out of that life of despair. Understand that your life has new meaning. Understand that God will and is delivering you right now. I speak right now into your soul that your soul be set free and I command every lie that the woman has spoken to you every lie that the devil has placed in your heart every negative feeling that you feel about yourself I curse it in the root and I curse it at its root and I command it to loose you and let you go and I command the spirit of rejection to come out of you now I command the spirit of depression to come out of you now I command the spirit of manipulation and control to come out of you now and the abuse to come out of you now that you might be set free from the powers of darkness and translated back into God's dear kingdom. I speak unto you now healing and deliverance and I break every evil power. I break the power of the devil over your soul, over your intellect, over your will and over your emotions so that you can see again, you can hear again and you can feel again and you can love again and you can trust again. And I break the power of suicide from your life. I break the power of helplessness and hopelessness from your life. And I speak to you right now. Be set free, man of God, in the name of Jesus. And I call you free now in Jesus' name. Praise God. Well, brothers, I pray that you receive that word. Receive that prayer. And receive your deliverance because you can get delivered right now. It doesn't matter how long she's had you bound up. If you receive those words, I always tell our church, one word from the Lord will destroy what the devil has taken a lifetime to build in your life. That's the power of the word of God. I pray that these series of messages have been a blessing to you. And as men, I want you to understand God has called you as a leader. He's called you as his son. Walk in the power of your sonship for the whole creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Next week, we'll start a new series of messages as we continue our man talk for men. And I just pray that this series on the strange woman has been a blessing to you and a warning and also to ensure you and to protect you from every attack of the devil. As we close, Jesus said these words to us in Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. God bless you. Be a man. And remember you've been listening to and watching man talk for men. God bless you. Talk to you real soon.